This particular April morning, on Saturday, Marlon knelt down in his garden, looked up to the blue sky above, and breathed in deeply the fresh morning air. The automobile fumes from nearby Interstate 75 hadn't accumulated yet, and all he could smell was deep, rich earth and the fragrance of begonias mixed appropriately with the bouquet of roses. He smiled broadly, dug his hands into the black soil, and froze at the sight that filtered into view. For the briefest of moments, his normally pale hands were dark with a rich olive tan. His partially rolled-up white sleeves were suddenly khaki and buttoned tightly around his wrists. The soil he was digging in was no longer black and rich, but dry and sandy and light in color by comparison. Then what his eyes had seen vanished as quickly as it had come on, and he saw again what he should be seeing, his own hands digging in his own garden. What the hell was that all about? He questioned, questioning his mind's veracity, and in particular his eyes. It hadn't been a flashback to some time in his past, he knew that. He had never had a tan like the tan he had just seen on his hands. Furthermore, he could not remember a time ever when he had dug into such dry and sandy soil. You couldn't grow a peanut in soil like that, he told himself. But now it seemed the vision had passed, and with his vision restored to normal, he leaned forward again and went back to work. What you doing, mister? Marlin turned to the sound of Emily Ann's voice behind him. Oh, hi, Annie. I'm just planting a new row of jonquils. Is that coffee for me? Yep, hot and fresh, she replied, handing the steaming cup to him. So, more jonquils, huh? I thought you were going to try carnations this year. I may next, but I wanted to get these jonquils in first. Where did they come from? I didn't buy them, did I? I couldn't have made a mistake like that, could I? No, Henry brought them in for me. Henry Wheeler? Yeah, Henry Wheeler. Go figure. Yeah, go figure indeed. So what's he want, I wonder? Nothing, or so he says. He said he just knew I loved planting flowers, and he ran into a really good deal on these bulbs, so he got them for me. That doesn't sound like the Henry I know. No, it doesn't, does it? But that's what he said. Well... Just watch your back, Marlin. He's after something, I'll bet. Henry Wheeler doesn't give anybody anything without a reason. He's probably going to try to talk you out of one of your better listings. Marlin just smiled, took a sip of his coffee, and replied, Back to work. Thanks for the coffee, hun. Annie headed back toward the house, but before entering the back door, she turned back to say that breakfast would be ready in twenty minutes. Marlin smiled his approval and then went back to his digging. As he watched his hands dig into the black soil again, he became slightly light-headed, a little dizzy, and his eyes went out of focus. When his focus returned, he was staring again at two very tan hands, scooping out dry and sandy soil from a now larger hole in the ground. As the hands pulled a stone away from the hole, Marlin muttered, What the hell? and he tried to shake off the vision. As the vision faded and all returned to normal, he remembered noticing again the tightly buttoned khaki sleeves belonging to a shirt he knew he didn't own. This is nuts, he said to the empty garden, 
and then he noticed the jonquil bulb placed neatly in the bottom of the hole he had been digging. He glanced quickly to the small burlap bag he had put the bulbs in and noticed that the top was no longer tied with twine. I didn't open that, did I? he mumbled. No, I know I didn't. But the fact remained that the bag was open, and he had absolutely no recollection of opening it himself. If he had done it while his mind was elsewhere, then his mind had been elsewhere for nearly a full minute, and apparently his eyes too. In his forty years' experience, he had never experienced anything like this before, and his mind began groping for a reason for what was happening to him. The first thought coming to mind, a brain tumor. No way, he said, and then Annie poked her head out the window and called him to breakfast, a lot sooner than he had expected.